What is up, my friends? We are here on another episode of Level After Next podcast, where every week we're going to be your accountability. We're going to give you the inspiration. We're going to hopefully make you laugh a little bit. And at the end, you're going to have every desire to go forth and slay. So let's do this. What is Hello, welcome to the Level After Next podcast with Katie Barnett. That is me. Yay, you're here. I'm here. We're doing this. This is so exciting for me because it's been like a complete dream come true. The process has been incredible and rewarding. And I've learned so much, not just through uh, developing and launching this podcast, but just over the last year. But I feel like before we really get into any of that and what I have for you today, I want to give you as full of a background as I am willing to. (laughs) As you'll learn, I am all about authenticity. It matters more to me than anything else. But at the same time, there are just pieces of our life that don't need to be all the way out there. So things may sneak in as we go along and get to know each other. As you meet some of our guests, I cannot wait to introduce you to some of the absolute rock stars who I have lined up already on this podcast. I know that it's just going to help you succeed in so many ways, um, learn so many new things, give you access to tools and technologies that you probably never even knew about, ways to utilize the social media platforms and apps that you already have. I cannot wait. It's going to be so much fun. It's going to be educational. It's going to be funny. It might get awkward at times because I am who I am. (laughs) So as I've said, hang on tight because we're going to go level after next. So level after next, what does that even mean, right? It means that at some point, I was like decided that I wanted to go next level. And then I would get to that next level that I had created in my head. And I always, you know, I don't stop there. And we should never stop there, especially if you're trying to succeed. As one of my mentors always says, you want to be the one who changes everything in the trajectory of your family's life, even if it's already been pretty good up until now. Like Be the one that they talk about. And I wanted to do that. And so every time that I get to this new level, um, you know, I, I would achieve something small or big. I want to keep going. And that's um, what this is all about. It's about continuing to grow and to keep going and to know that it's not just about that next level. It's about all the levels above it that we know we may not even know about yet. So I'm going to take you back three years, um, about three and a half years now, where I can say that my like true life journey for more really began. I was in a really difficult place in life, Um, not yet diagnosed with anxiety and depression, um, but experiencing it deeply. I had three little kids and at the time um, had to take them to live with my parents. And I had a beautiful home uh, that we had built with everything that I had ever dreamed of and found ourselves living with my parents. And luckily, we had a place to be. There were fires raging all over California. And um, one of the ones, one of the biggest fires was up in Paradise near our home in Chico. And that made that area, there were a number of reasons why um, we had come to live with my parents, but we were unable to return to our home because of the horrible air quality. So kids were out of school for months and months and months. Um, At the same time, there was a fire raging here in Southern California. So I was watching video of my house surrounded in ash up in Northern California while watching 
fire airplanes dump fire retardant all around us down here in Southern California. It felt like the end of the world. We'd also had a major tragedy in our town, um, the borderline shootings at a place where I had been a regular growing up, line dancing. And uh, we had connections to many of the people who were there that night, um, lost lives. And and it was honestly a time like I cannot, I cannot even believe, you know, there are times in our lives where we look back and we're like, how did we even get through that? I remember my whole family being together at my parents' house. We weren't sure if we needed to evacuate. I wasn't sure what was going on in my house up North. My husband was working the fire tirelessly um, in in a helicopter and um, it was dangerous. My in-laws had lost their home. Um, It was just absolute mayhem and tragic on every level. But meanwhile, I was going through my first real major bout of depression. And if you've ever experienced any kind of depression or mental health issues, you may have experienced this, where essentially something that is situational can turn into something more than that. And so I had situational depression. Um, I had always experienced anxiety on some level. That was something that I I really had recognized from a young age, but I don't know that it was something that um, was very recognizable for others. And it really all came to a head in a Costco one day when I had been very depressed. I had recognized I was depressed. I was still managing to keep my business afloat. At the time, I was a leader of probably around 800 and doing speaking engagements for the company that I was working with. And that was kind of my outlet, something that I could control and still manage to keep going. But um, I was at a Costco with my daughter. And I think just the triggering effect of being in a place that was so normal for me to be with my whole family, with my kids, my husband and everything. Um, And the fact that that wasn't my life at that moment. And I didn't really know when that was going to be my life again. I had my daughter who was about three at the time and my little baby with me. My son was in school. My oldest was in school. And I just remember um, feeling this panic attack come on that I was not really able to control. If you know what a panic or anxiety attack feels like, it's overwhelming. It's your whole body. And I picked my little girl up and she just let me hold on to her, you know, basically grounding myself in her, you know, like I'm holding my daughter. I am right here. She is here. We're breathing. We're okay. And I walked through the whole Costco like that, just like kind of zombie mode and um, just grabbing her and barely hanging on to my emotions at the time and realizing that I was not in a whole lot of control over my emotional state. And we got through Costco. We sat down to have some pizza or some feed the kids. And a comment was made about how I had left all the jackets up in my house in in Chico. And, you know, sometimes there's just little things that just release everything. And I started crying and it was the kind of crying that you cannot control. And it was just kind of everything, the the heaviness of everything came crashing down on me. And it was in a way that I didn't feel like it was ever going to go away. Um, I had a really hard time during that time getting out of bed and I wasn't, I, I wasn't, to be honest, I had the 
very amazing help of family to kind of get the kids up and fed and ready for school, but I was not functioning as a human at that point. And so um, I started crying and I couldn't stop like the embarrassing kind of crying where my family was just like, oh Lord, okay, let's get this girl out of here. And um, I made a call or I start, I think I texted a friend, a very good friend's wife who is a nurse on the ride home because I couldn't stop crying. My little boy was two at the time. Huh? Was he two? He was around two. And he just goes, mommy cries. That was his comment. Mommy cries. Um, and it's funny because if you knew me during this time, I was successful on the outside. I had everything on the outside. Um, I showed up as a happy, successful person on the outside, but I had a lot of things going on on the inside. And so my nurse friend got me into a doctor immediately. And that was when I started my my antidepressants, which I've been on now for three years. And I can say, um, for me, it was absolutely life-changing and it didn't change my circumstance. It didn't change um, really anything, right? It doesn't change anything other than um, it allowed me to think more clearly and it allowed me to... Um, be able to get out of bed in the morning, <laughs> start ca- taking care of myself among um, the many other things that I had to take care of, like my kids and my business and everything else. So that right there is... Um, that's kind of where my journey started because at that point, I was like, okay, I am not going to live in this sad hole of woe is me depression, which it was. Um, and that didn't mean that I was never going to experience lows or anxiety, but it was the first step where I actually took control um, for myself. And it kind of led me on a whole new journey of self-exploration. Lots of therapy, which you'll hear me talk about all the time. I just feel like everybody in the world needs some therapy. Listen, it's not about like if something horrible happened to you or not. It's about being able to learn more about yourself, um, why you react to things the way you do. And then the more you learn about yourself, the more you want to learn about yourself. And the hope, the goal I have for everybody is to just want to become a better person. Because if, gosh, if everybody was trying to be the best version of themselves, we'd just be living on heaven on earth, right? (laughs) So that's the goal. I don't know if we'll be able to get everybody there, but I sure hope that this podcast encourages you to start looking into things. And I'm not suggesting that everybody needs to go out and get on antidepressants, but I am saying that you do have to advocate for yourself. And in that moment, I advocated for myself and it was the scariest thing ever. It is scary to reach out and say, I am not okay. It is scary to make the call to a new therapist and say, I need some help. I'm not doing well. Um, even if you can't describe what's going on, it's a scary moment. But then it's kind of like when um, you're doing real bad in a college class or something, and you finally reach out to the teacher or the professor, and they're like, okay, well, we can do this and you can do that. And here, this will help you with that. And, or, or uh, you go see your counsel and they're like, well, let's go ahead and put you in this class instead. And, and all of a sudden, that path is laid out and you have a plan. And in moments when you can't, you're in a state where you don't know how to create your own plan, reaching out for help to create that plan can make all the difference. It's just that moment of reaching out. That's the scary part. We don't do things out of fear. And 98% of fear is simply inaction. So it's about getting into that action. And so I talk about this to talk about the fact that I stepped over that fear and I got into action just 
to take control of my mental health, but it taught me lessons all throughout life and business and everything else that um, when I'm being held back by fear, really all I need to do is take some action. And almost always the vast majority of that fear dissipates. And so we're going to go into business, but I feel like it's not fair for me to talk about going level after next on this podcast without you understanding kind of where I started before I before my journey of really leveling up, taking my business to a whole new level, taking my leadership to a whole new level, and taking my mindset and personal growth to a whole new level started. And it was really in that Costco <laughs> and on the drive home when I realized that I did not want my son to say, mommy cries as if it was just a normal thing. So there it is there. <sighs> anxiety and depression is not the only fun things I deal with. I also have learned that I've got a wicked case of ADHD, which I will tell you straight up, I feel is a superpower. I think it's a true superpower. Um, Learning how my brain works over the last couple of years, and that's through reading, that's through taking certification, it's through business coaching. I have an incredible business coach. Uh, learning how my brain works and the best way to utilize it and where my strengths really lie because a lot of times we focus on our weaknesses. And um, so I'm really going to constantly continue to encourage everybody to look into your strengths. And I'll share a book here with you in a few minutes um, of kind of the best place to start to find that because when you are able to really zone in on what your strengths in this world are, uh, you're going to feel so seen. You're going to feel so understood, um, even if it's just by some you know, quiz. Um, but it's going to help you more than focus on your weaknesses and how to fix your weaknesses, but utilize those strengths to then figure out what your next steps can be, you know, how you can show up for the team, for, you know, your friends and family in leadership and all the other ways, recognizing your strengths, learning that you do have strengths for some people is going to open up a whole world of opportunity to you. I'll talk about my strengths later, but um I will tell you that it's only been recently that I have done the Strengths Finder assessment and it's on Amazon. You can purchase it. I'll put it on my um, on my website, a link to it, but it is it's a Strengths Finder assessment. And at, if you buy the book that actually has the assessment attached, you get your code and this just this assessment alone. And then the book that kind of will help you read into more of what your strengths are, are going to open up a whole world of just like, oh my gosh, I am awesome. That's how you should feel after you do this. You're just going to be like, I'm actually pretty awesome. (laughs) I'm a superhero. (laughs) So I go, I get the antidepressants. I start feeling like myself again. I start being able to get outside and work out and have conversations with people and want to get up and fix my kids' food and see that, you know, I do not have the worst life in the world, which sounds so ridiculous because I knew cognitively that I was very, very, very blessed in my life. Um, healthy children, beautiful family, a home, um, additional income to my husband's already really good job. Um, I knew that I had this beautiful life, but in depression, it, it's hard to really recognize. And, and so there was this overwhelming feel of feeling of just like, I don't want to, I don't want to be, you know, and it's not, not necessarily 
suicidal or anything like that. Just no motivation whatsoever to be everything that I wanted to be or knew at some point I wanted to be. So it started me on this journey. And at the time, I had a really successful, thriving business. As I said, I was sharing a lot. I was teaching a lot. That's my favorite thing. I have a master's in curriculum and instruction. And I absolutely love teaching and sharing and helping people um, to become empowered, which is a huge purpose of this podcast itself. Um, And so I started seeing the light. I started getting back into that. And then um, about three and a half years into a career that really had taken me by surprise as it was in network marketing. And um, my team built quickly. I was helping people succeed. I was doing very well, earning over six figures. It was a few years later, about a little over a year, about 14 months ago, um, I got this like level after next feeling. And I had reached the levels that I wanted to. I wasn't earning the income that I had dreamed of. It was an incredible income, as I mentioned, over six figures. But I didn't see at that point a level after next. And I didn't. I certainly didn't see a next level or a level after next for the people who I who were trusting me to take them on this journey with them. And for me, that did not feel good at all. So at that point, I read another book called The Universe Has Your Back. And that is um, Gabrielle Bernstein. She is very, very cool. I'm going to tell you, she's very new age as well. So there's plenty of other books out there if that doesn't fit your bill. But um, this book, I read it from my own perspective where I believe in God. And so it was. I took it how I wanted to take it. But it, it changed my world in... Um, again, taking responsibility and taking control and um, realizing that there's always something more out there. We just have to be willing to reach for it and go for it. And looking for signs from the universe or God or whatever fits your world to kind of show a new path to show to follow what it is that I can be really great at and good at and for me I believe deeply that this podcast is is part of that so I read that book and along came another another opportunity and I was not looking for another opportunity but the universe god whatever kept saying like Wah, 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 wah. Katie, this is for you. This is for you. And so much so that I didn't want to look into it anymore because I was afraid. And when I finally did, I completely agreed that um, this was in fact for me. Not just that, but I was going to be able to stop thinking about holding on to a level and uh, going level after next. So um, there will be so much more explaining all of this. But the biggest thing that I really want everybody to take away is that we get to this point in life probably multiple times where you you reach an achievement whether it's owning your home or getting married or having the kids and you kind of have the life that you want but there might be something inside you saying that you want more maybe there was something that you wanted when you were a child that was silly you know uh, i wanted to be a radio show host that was silly. I laughed about it. And now I'm like, well, no, here I here I kind of am doing that, you know? And I wouldn't have if I had just stopped where I was and said, like, okay, here it is. I have it all. 
Um, I don't need to go any further. I don't need to provide leadership or education or anything for anybody because I got all the things that I wanted. Um, when in my heart and in my soul, there was more that I wanted to achieve and more that I wanted to do and more that I wanted to offer this world and teach my kids and everything else. And so with that, I'm going to give you the tips to overcome that feeling of having this responsibility to just sit with what you have because you absolutely don't. And if you're just happy, then cool. That's great. But if there's something more that you want to do, if you whether it's opening up a new line of income, whether it's earning enough money to be able to invest in something, whether it's starting a business, whether it's learning how to play the ukulele, <laughs> whatever it is, I'm here to encourage you to chase that, not just chase it, but catch it and to keep on going because I don't believe it's ever too late to reach for all those things that you dreamed of when you were four or five or 12 or 17 or 23 or the dream that you just thought up last night. It's not too late. It's never too late. And with the world we have and what we have at our fingertips now, it's more possible than ever to go big. So the first thing that I'm going to suggest, and this comes from one of my great mentors and business partners, his name is Justin Prince. I highly suggest you go follow him on all the uh, social media outlets. He gives so much wisdom. Um, I'm appreciative every day for what he spoke into me the first time that I talked to him and every time since. But um, what he says is that we need to start taking full and complete responsibility for our lives, for our successes, for um, our downfalls, for everything. This is where freedom lies for you. This is where you're going to get to go and get your financial freedom. This is everything. When I first started in my first business, I was within, you know, a couple of teams. I didn't understand how network marketing worked. I was just, you know, I figured I just got to do whatever I wanted to, but um that's not the way in some companies. <laughs> you may know if you've been in them. Um so at at first I was just super naive and doing whatever I wanted to. And I was under a smaller leadership team that I did not like. I did not like what was happening. I was being told what to do. I was being like, it was like, when you read this, say, okay. And I'm like, what is this? I'm a grown adult. I'm just selling cleaning products. Like, who is this person? And um, if I had just stayed there and let myself be led by somebody that I didn't agree with, I probably would have at some point blamed that person for me not succeeding because I didn't like that, how it was going. Well, with nothing other than my own ego, I guess, I don't know. I don't really want to call it that. But I just basically said, you know, if I'm going to lead a team, which I was starting to grow a big team very quickly, um, I want to do it very differently. So I'm going to just go ahead over here and do it the way that I want and treat people the way that I feel like they should be treated, which is what I did. Looking back now, I see that that was me taking full responsibility. At the time, it was just doing what I felt I needed to do in order to continue succeeding. But in business and in life and in everything else, we have the tendency to take the easy way out, which means blaming other people for failures. And I'm telling you right now that if you want to go to the next level or the level after next, what you're going to need to start doing is taking full and complete responsibility for everything. 
nothing is a liability to you. All right. Like your kids, I know that there are people out there with kids who have special needs and that is so hard. And God, I honor you so much. And I just think the world of those struggling in these different types of situations. But I know many people who, despite the situation, whether it's a single parent or like I said, kids with disabilities or some with their own disability, still going after their goals and dreams, despite what others might see as a limitation. If you don't like your leadership, that is not going to be a limitation. You have full responsibility for what it is that you do when you wake up every morning, every task that you attend to every day, how well you do it, whether you're putting full energy into it. If you're focusing on the things that you want to focus on, you have complete responsibility for the amount of personal development that you do. Um, and you know, you don't have to get some crazy awesome business coach. Although I will tell you, my business coach is absolutely incredible and the investment was so worth it. I can always hook you up if you are interested in a business coach. However, not everybody has the funding available for that. And um, after I, I made the big jump to start a new company because the universe said, Hey, Katie, you need to go and do this. Um, and I listened. I was able to fund that. But prior to that, it was reading. It was podcasts. It was listening to free seminars. There is so much out there. You just post on Facebook and ask some people about what the best book that helped them, you know, open up their mindset or improve their business workings or whatever. And you'll get tons of resources. You can go to the library. There is no reason for you not to be learning how to grow in any area that you want to. Cryptocurrencies, I have a story for you there. Personal development, personality, um, overcoming, being an introvert, being afraid to be on camera, whatever it is, there are resources for you. So you take full and complete responsibility to get past whatever limitations you feel like you have. And you understand that there is no situation in life that deems you unable to slay, period. Anybody can sit there and say, oh yeah, I would love to do that, but, 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 but. And the people who are making it happen don't give a crap about any of those butts. They go forth and slay in spite of them. So that's what I'm going to encourage you to do. I hope that this podcast helps you to do that. I have so many incredible, like I said, incredible people, incredible tools, incredible books to share and explain, um, suggestions, personal stories. And I promise to keep it light pretty often. Thank you so much for checking out Level After Next podcast. I know we're going to have a good time. I know you're going to level up. And hopefully we'll get to connect in more ways than just this in the future. Go forth and slay. See you next time. All right, friends, there it is there. Thank you so much for joining us today on Level After Next podcast. Go ahead and subscribe so you don't miss anything. Or if you really don't want to have any FOMO, head over to levelafternext.org where you can catch up with all the things. Peace out.